You're the big man, I think. Wake up! Wake up! You're the big man, I think. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, July 6th. Welcome to the podcast. The news you need to know today, July 6th, 2023. Well, it is a slow news day. Why is that? Well, the reason is they're controlling the news cycle around this cocaine that was found in the White House. And the cocaine that was found in the White House is a red herring. And if you don't know what that is, we're gonna go over it. And the purpose is to feed the narrative around Hunter as a recovering addict and not as a shrewd influence peddler. This is to say that the GOP are going after a flawed son of the president and not after the corruption in the highest office in the land. Also, why is Joe Biden so unpopular? Let us count the ways. So we're gonna look at why that is, obviously. Why is the establishment so unpopular and has been for decades now? We should really ask why is RFK Jr. so popular? Why is Trump popular? He just raised $35 million for his presidential campaign. And also I'm gonna give an update on state orchestrated crime. And this is indeed the conspiracy where crimes are fabricated and orchestrated by uh, state agencies, most presumably the FBI. Um, but we're going to look at this, uh, most considering, uh, considering the guy that supposedly was stalking Obama was wanted for January 6th crimes, but he was never arrested or apprehended. Um, we're going to take a closer look at that and a article by the Gateway Pundit, but we're also going to look at the shooter in Philly and why I believe that's a PSYOP, an orchestrated PSYOP for sure. So let's get into the news we need to know about today, January 6th. So first we're going to get into what is a red herring, and I've gone over this before, but if some of you are new to the term, and this is from Wikipedia, red herring is something that misleads or distracts from a relevant or important question. Are the Bidens involved in espionage and political influence peddling? What is the red herring? The red herring is the cocaine. Now everybody thinks that this cocaine is gonna be damning, but what it does is it feeds the narrative that Hunter is a flawed person and it's not fair to go after people with addiction problems. A red herring may be used intentionally as in a mystery fiction or as part of a rhetorical strategy in politics and may be used in augment, uh, argumentation inadvertently. What is going on here? This is from the Daily Mail. The White House cocaine mystery deepens as Secret Service say it's not, it was not found in the West Wing and not in the library. It was found in the West Wing, but not in the library. Joe and Hunter's uh, July 4th celebration clouded in controversy as agents try and track down who was responsible for dropping the drugs. It might very well, and I suspect it will lead back uh, to Hunter, and like I said, this is just feeding the narrative. And that's why Hunter Biden, when all this uh, controversy started brewing about the Biden family 
business, the Biden crime family business, that Hunter Biden went on a talk show and talked about smoking Parmesan cheese out of the carpet. And it just showed him as a lonely drug addicted person you know, with a substance abuse problems, but that has nothing to do with what seems like ongoing ongoing influence from foreign governments. What happens is now he's selling these paintings for four or $500,000 a pop when he's not really an established artist and they're not disclosing who bought the artwork. So you could bet your ass it's former Clinton Foundation donors the same types of people. So um, we're going to go into the American thinker right now. Eight reasons to believe a cover-up is underway on the cocaine found in the White House. Uh, Discovery of stash of cocaine in the White House became public because a hazmat team was sent in on the possibility that white powdery substance might have been anthrax or some other deadly terror weapon. How would it get into the White House? Were it not for the hazmat team's highly visible and noteworthy arrival, I believe it was quite possible that the matter would have been handled with a discretion for which the Secret Service is famous and notorious protecting the privacy of the first family. Um, I think they're wrong here, the American thinker. Um, Like I said, this is just feeding the narrative that Hunter is a flawed person and um, not to connect Hunter with a Biden crime family business that has been uh, continually raking in money um, from foreign entities throughout Joe Biden's political career. And Joe Biden being the postmodern person that he is or following the directions of the postmodern left is not concerned with protecting uh, the country, uh, the sovereignty of the country or the national security of the country in any way, shape or form. Now, this is from Opinion from Miranda Devine from the New York Post. Missing Biden corruption case witness Dr. Gal Luff details allegations against president's family in extraordinary video. Why is Biden so unpopular? This is from 538. How uh, how popular is Joe Biden? Oh, they changed the headline. Oh, no, that they changed it right there in front of our eyes. How unpopular is Joe Biden? How popular is Joe Biden? An updating calculation of the president's approval rating, accounting for each poll's recent uh, recency sample size metholo- uh, methodology and house effects. Um, the reality is, is Joe Biden has been polling in the upper 20s ever since he was elected. They boost him about 10 points and they show him in the upper 30s. Some polls even suggested he's in the 40s. That's that's never the case. Um, and we're going to count most, particularly the reason is the economy. So, and that hits everybody. The economy is the tide that raises all boats. But to be perfectly honest with you, it's lowering all boats now. And, and people feel the effects of a bad economy And he's not doing anything to bolster the economy. The main objective of of the Biden administration seems to be is recoupling with China. But among other things, their politicized DOJ is pressuring journalists to help build a case against Assange. Why? Because they don't really have a case. They're trying to get journalists, and this is from Rolling Stone, mind you. This is from, they're trying to get journalists to say what uh, Assange was doing wasn't journalism. When the New York Times 
uh, during the Pentagon Papers released by Daniel Ellsberg did the exact same thing. So Daniel Ellsberg, Julian Assange, and, and to be honest with you, Julian Assange is not Daniel Ellsberg. Julian Assange, um, Bradley Manning was the Daniel Ellsberg. Assange was acting as the New York Times in this case. And the fact is, they're looking, to, they're pressuring journalists, not journalists per se, but journalistic outlets like the New York Times or the Washington Post to help build its case against Assange, which is none. There is no case. What else? Well, the modern journalists, the contemporary journalists in the U.S. today are outraged that a judge would dare limit Biden's censorship powers. You wonder why Biden is so unpopular. This is from Reason Magazine. Unfortunately, there is reason to doubt that the judge's decision will meaningfully constrain the feds. It's unlikely the, you know, the federal government does whatever it wants, and then it looks to excuse its actions later. Like Kissinger said, or was noted as saying some time ago, that the unlawful is easy to do. It's the unconstitutional that is much harder to do. I should look up that exact quote. I'll try to do that at the end of the podcast. So why else is Biden very unpopular? Well, his Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, arrives in China, this is from the AFP, as U.S. seeks to stabilize ties. What do we know? We know certain things about what the administration is trying to do, is trying to recouple and they, they, I mean, she's the Treasury Secretary. I mean, we, ha- we don't have to go over the China's uh, bond default and all these other things. Um, because without U.S. money and technology flowing into China, their economy will fail. And we should just let it fail. There have been many articles aiming at that, and we'll see one in just a minute. Uh, her visit is aimed at improving communication and stabilizing the tense relationship between the two world's largest economies. But she's the Treasury Secretary. Wasn't that the job of Antony Blinken is to improve the communication and stabilizing tense relations? Why is the Treasury Secretary? She's there to calm the Chinese and telling them we're not going to go after their bond defaults. This is from the National Review. Democrats rail against fictional Supreme Court. Um, Why is that page not found? (laughs) They got rid of the article. Why is, and this is from Zero Hedge, why is Biden's FTC, I just have to say something about the Dems railing against the Supreme Court and I've said it for the past uh, uh, two or three days. Legislators and the electorate don't interpret the Constitution the the Supreme Court bench, the justices do. So if you're not su- sitting on the Supreme Court, it's not up to you to decide how cases are ruled upon. It's simple as that. So whether it's Chris Murphy in the Senate or AOC in the, in the House or anybody on the left uh, in the electorate, you don't get to decide. The chief justices decide how cases will Um, eventually be ruled. So from Zero Hedge, why is Biden's FTC helping China win the tech race? (laughs) Federal Trade Commission. Uh, And you just had the the, uh, Treasury Secretary there. 
Throughout China's quest to become the global leader in technology, the one aspect that's been lacking in comparison to the countries who IP they steal is a lack of innovation. Under Chairwoman Lena Khan, the FTC has embarked on a multi-continent crusade against American tech giants, all in the name of antitrust policy. Most concerning, the FTC announced in March that it would send its own agency officials to aid Europe in implementing and enforcing Euro uh, the European Union's Digital Markets Act when challenged in April. Congressional hearing, Khan defending her position as good government. The compliance costs alone, the astounding, would cost as high as $80 billion. Here's why it benefits China. Surprisingly, the overwhelming majority of so-called gatekeepers are American companies, even Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo, who sucks, that there are serious concerns that the DMA will disproportionately impact U.S.-based tech firms and their ability to adequately serve EU customers and uphold security and privacy standards. Basically, what they're saying here is that they're constraining U.S. companies while aiding Chinese tech companies. And as I mentioned earlier, and that Maggie Brennan on Face the Nation said, is that the court, uh, corporatocracy wants the money and technology to keep flowing to communist China. And in other news, why people don't, aren't, why Joe Biden isn't popular because Alex Soros's access to the Biden White House continues as he now visited at least 20 time records show. The younger Soros also recently visited Albania with former President Bill Clinton and took part in a private audience with Pope Francis. Yeah, he's taking over the 37 year old son of George Soros, who's recently took control of the mammoth multi billion dollar Open Society Foundation which is a NGO that goes around the world fomenting crises and also does it in the U.S. Also, talking about keeping the flow of technology and money to China, Moderna inks deal to make mRNA med medicines in China. So you see that everybody in the electorate, most people in the electorate, especially on the right and the MAGA and the America First people were trying to decouple and sanction China. While, and I don't mean uh, economic sanctions, I mean sanction in the sense of raising tariffs and competing um, fiercely uh, in a global market with China and understanding that they're our adversary. But everybody on the left and the um, neo, I should say neoliberal, um, the neoliberal business community uh, is around the world doing things like this and a, uh, trying to make a global economy. Free trade isn't fair trade. Moderna Inc.'s deal to make mRNA medicines in China. So I thought we were trying to move um, medicinal manufacturing back to the United States, and now it's going in the opposite direction. Didn't we learn anything during COVID? No. But we know who runs the government, it's corporations, particularly pharmaceutical. And if you didn't know this about the pharmaceutical industry, they're, they're very socialist, extremely socialist, because it's the whole thing if you look, uh, particularly in novels like Brave New World with Soma, is the pharmaceutical industry wants to um, control the global populace through pharmaceuticals. 
And so whether they're mind altering or otherwise sedating pharmaceuticals to keep you from noticing what's happening around you. So the point is Biden is unpopular, but why is Biden unpopular? Biden is unpopular um, because people like Trump and RFK Jr. But Trump rakes in 35 million in second quarter fundraising. This is from a BizPack review. Former President Donald Trump raised $35 million in the second quarter of 2023 for his 2024 presidential campaign effort, according to comments by a campaign official to Politico on Wednesday. Trump's joint fundraising committee, which includes his official campaign and political action committee, the Save America PAC, joined collected, jointly collected the money, according to the official. The amount is nearly double that $18 million that Trump raised in the first quarter of the year, suggesting that his two indictments have led to political rewards. Indeed. And people are fleeing the, um, you know, people thought uh, of Ron DeSantis as a contender, but now they're going away from that. He keeps making uh, policy gaffes. And he also, um, also the, the realism, I think what happened was it's the, the anti-established sentiment within the electorate is still there. And what's happening is RFK is boosting Trump because a lot of things that RFK is talking about, Trump was championing. So it would just like happen in 2016 is the anti-establishment sentiment between Bernie Sanders and Trump is still there. And so everybody that seems anti-establishment is going to get the boost. So people like Tim Scott, who I like, they start talking about continuing the war in Ukraine that immediately turns people off. When Ron DeSantis says, you know, I want to continue the war in Ukraine, that's going to turn people off. When he starts siding uh, with uh, the old school Republican Party, uh, the warmongers, the hawks in the Republican Party, is going to turn people off. When he starts saying, like, when he starts being derogatory towards LGBT community, nobody likes that. Nobody cares about the LGBT community. Good, go do what you want to do. It's about protecting kids. So he went off the rails a little bit. And you have to understand is that people want to protect their kids from adult content, which LGBTQ or gender talk, or particularly um, alternative history in the terms of race, uh, people don't want their children taught that, those two subject matters. So if he stuck to that, he would have been better off. But now he's railing against LGBTQ because he thought that that's, you know, would garner him support against, you know, versus Trump. And that also did not work. So let's get into um, this state orchestrated violence. So prosecutors, man went near Obama's home after Trump posted alleged address. So I'm not really going to go into the Axios article here. Uh, this guy um, who has a alliterative name, Taylor Torrento, 37, wrote on Telegram, we got these losers surrounded, see you in hell, Podesta and Obama's. He allegedly then began live streaming from his van and his YouTube channel. Toronto has no fixed address, so he's a loner. Does everybody remember the DC sniper living in his car with that young Jamaican kid? And they were, you know, that was more state orchestrated violence. All mind control victims. If you don't believe mind control exists, um, 
you should go back and do your research. It's very, there is um, overt mind control and there's the secret mind control programs, uh, but they often use the two to um, in tandem. So the mundane mind control, we all know about the, the nudging and, and the influence uh, and the subliminal messaging and all this stuff. But then there's also a clandestine operation where people are con- lonely, mentally ill people are contacted online and urged to uh, take action. Now, I don't think this guy with, with Taylor Tarento uh, is that. I think he's an agent of the state that either was originally an agent of the state, um, who knows whether he works for the CIA or the FBI or whatever, um, or he's just an asset, but he's getting paid to act like um, a a terrorist, you know, that he's going to go attack Obama or whatever. And they always do this, and and it makes people uh, sympathetic towards Obama. Oh, Obama's being attacked by these crazy Republicans. But we don't know who this guy is, I mean, realistically. So the point is Gateway Pundit shares this sentiment. What's going on? FBI was monitoring J6er for two years. He was in D.C. for a month at public events. Then he finally, then they finally arrest him after he entered Obama's neighborhood. But, but Obama was never under any sort of threat, obviously. You know, and this guy, he, he might not be an asset. He could just be a regular guy that is being influenced by other people or what have you. Like I said, running around like there's some sort of revolutionary, it's not the way to go. You have to beat them, um, you have to beat them in the arena of ideas. Last week, and you have to make, you have to make them look ridiculous and absurd, uh, this kind of postmodern doctrine that they keep professing. Last week, DC law enforcement arrested James Toronto. I thought it was Taylor Toronto. James Toronto, Washington, D.C., several blocks away from Barack Obama's home, CBS said he had materials to make explosives akin to Molotov cocktails in his vehicle. We don't know this. Toronto allegedly had January 6th-related warrant out for his arrest. The FBI had allegedly monitoring him but never arrested him following the January 6th protest. CBS said Toronto was in Washington, D.C. and attended the nightly vigils for January 6th political prisoners. And... um. Mickey, Mickey Whitcoft, uh, Ashley Babbitt's mother, told the Gateway Pundit that her group ha- of patriots kicked out Toronto from their nightly vigils. She said he was acting strange. He believed uh, Ashley was not killed by police. Um, in a previous video, Toronto described he was near Ashley Babbitt. Um, maybe, maybe it had something to do with her death. I just, I don't, when I see these sorts of things, if you know anything about human behavior, you can see when behavior is not congruent for a normal person. Either a person has uh, mental instability, is dealing with psychosis, or they're acting on behalf of, you know, they're taking agency on behalf of, of, of different governmental entities or who, whoever. You know, they're being influenced by whomever, whether they're an asset or just a regular person or they're an actual agent. You don't know. You know, running around, he's no fixed address and he's running around in D.C., what, you know, planning to attack Democrats? You know, is he, you know, is the, he the assassin for Joe Biden? And I think that might be happening. There might be an assassin, assassination of Joe Biden. 
and Kamala Harris at the same time, um, we don't know. So Newsmax is reporting on this accused Philly gunman made disturbing posts. And this, they have a picture of Krasner here. This guy, talk about postmodern doctrine. Uh, Krasner is one of the worst. He, uh, speaking of Soros, um, he was one of the ones um, that was elected by Soros funding. Accused uh, Philadelphia gunman, uh, Kim Brady Carricker, 40, uh, reportedly made disturbing posts on social media before allegedly killing five people and injuring two others in mass shootings during the holiday weekend. Like I said, we don't know. We don't know that this person did the actual shooting. To me, it sounds like an assassin. is a hit person wearing body armor uh, with an AR-15 and already, right out of the gate, Krasner comes out and blaming the AR-15 and saying people, you know, with the AR-15 lapel pin are to blame. So the uh, Philadelphia sheriff uh, said during a briefing Wednesday that the authorities were focusing on post character made on his social media account, but did not elaborate what those messages contained. Character uh, character was charged in Philadelphia court Wednesday morning with five counts of murder and attempted murder and weapons uh, charges following the killing spree the investigators believe was random. The investigators say the victims had no connection to him. Five males, including Lashid Merritt, 20, Demir Stanton, 29, Ralph Morales, Dejon Brown, 15, and Joseph Wama Jr. were killed. So it, by the names, it seems that these were uh, black individuals. So who knows? Uh, we don't know what the motive is. Again, with another random mass shooting, and I say random mass shooting is that even if areas like schools are targeted, there's no beef, you know, there was no confrontation, there's no argument, there's no um, beef between the killer and the victims. So in that case, it's random. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, if you go back to Columbine, they said they were mad because people at the school, all the chads at the school were making fun of them. And so they're taking revenge. Okay. Most recent school shootings, we don't know. And this person seemed to be a transgender person. And we we know that there was a motive in the a Catholic school shooting by a transgender leftist because she had a manifesto, but those motivations aren't being released. The manifesto is not being released. So here again, there might be motivations that they're alluding to, but uh, we'll never know. Innocent bystanders who did absolutely nothing to put themselves at risk and they suffered this horrifying consequence. Uh, there she said, acting agitated prior to the shooting on Monday was walking around with a tactical vest on and found additional weapons and a will at character's home dated June 23rd. The roommate said, oh, the roommate said they were acting agitated prior to the shooting. That was the norm for him wearing this vest and having guns in the house. While the roommate noticed a change in his demeanor prior to the shooting, they told investigators that they tried to keep their distance. Their way of dealing with it in the past was just avoid contact. 
as he became more and more agitated. Hey, man, if I have a roommate that's got a tactical vest on and has guns, loaded weapons in the house, um, you know, that keeps handling them, uh, Carriker was in the area of uh, 56th Street and Chester Avenue in Kingsingen, King Sessing neighborhood of the city when the shooting began around 8.30 p.m. What happened Monday night in our King Sessing neighborhood was unimaginably disgusting and horrifying. This country needs to examine the conscience and find out how to get guns out of the dangerous hands people. Mayor Jim Kenney and a person walking down the street with an AR-style rifle and shooting randomly at people wearing a, a bulletproof vest with multiple magazines is disgrace, disgraceful, but all too common situation in, in America. No, not really. And the fact is, is that Philadelphia has gun a lot of gun restrictions, and so people can't walk around Philadelphia um, concealed carry. So the thing is, if you could legally walk around with firearms, maybe you could defend yourself against lunatics because you can't stop crazy. So moving on to other news, Barron's France set to allow police to spy through phones. Um, What's new? So you start this catalyst with a police killing. You raise chaos um, through putting out... um, you know, among social media, you put out the call for violence and they come out and burn down the city. And that's why Macron accused authoritarianism after threat to, threat to cut off social media because he knows where the threat is coming from. The threat, just like Arab Spring, just like the color revolutions, you know, the summer of love here in, in you know, in 2020 was the same thing. There are, the uh, the call to action is proliferated through social media, through bots and botting and sock puppets to get this chaos to get underway. And a lot of this is, is undertaken um, through social media companies and the intelligence agencies therein. So this is not something that is organic. It's a synthetic call to action. This is from Fox News. Dozens of Vermont school districts sue Monsanto over toxic contamination in educational buildings. Monsanto claims third-party companies produced the PCB-laden materials that were used at schools. It's all over our environment, and it's all done by corporations, and they know that there were poisons, and there are poisons and everything. Speaking of which, this is um, from Fox News again. Drinking water from half of the faucets in the U.S. likely contains forever chemicals, according to the study. Study has found links between PFAS chemicals and some cancers. Of course, our water, our whole environment is toxified. And and to be honest with you, toxified with um, endocrine disruptors, which is the most socially and culturally pressing issue because it's driving people into uh, gender dysphoria. Not to mention, I mean, we all know, and all the um, hormonal cancers, breast cancer, testicular cancer, uh, prostate cancer, is all derived from these endocrine disrupt, uh, disrupting PFAS chemicals. If you didn't know. And a quick thing from OAN, uh, OAN Twitter account suspended after posting banner for the company's 10th birthday. 
Oh, and I just wanted to add to this is Twitter is not accepting BitChute links. So if you're getting my podcast through Twitter, um, I started posting from my Rumble channel instead. Um, whether Bit, you know, BitChute is what it is. Um, but I find it odd that Twitter is banning loots, uh, links to BitChute. So I'm going to end up here. The Western Journal, Sound of Freedom dethrones Disney, beats out Indiana Jones on its opening day. Uh, uh, Sound of Freedom is getting a lot of traction. Very well done film, and the openings did very, very well. And those people love a true story. So basically, this is a true story about a special operator who uh, left his career in the military and um, contracting uh, to go after uh, the mirage or, as the leftists say, a non-existent threat, which is child trafficking. And it's all over the friggin' place. And the fact is, it, all you have to do is to go on some of these social media sites and, and kids are being marketed uh, and, and pedophilia is being marketed on these social media sites and the child trafficking is going on at our southern border among all other places because for sexual deviance, that's the coup to, uh, that's the, um, that is the top layer, that is the most coveted of sexual deviancy is pedophilia. And the problem is, adults, uh, adult pedophiles have trouble getting access to children, safe access where they won't be prosecuted. So a lot of them go to Thailand, they vacation, it's a pedophilia vacationing, they go to Bangkok to have sex with children, um, but a lot of them don't want to travel that far. And so, and then there's also the elite version, which uh, Jeffrey Epstein was pushing, where you could go to his private island and have sex with underage teens, virgins, or, you know, people are suspecting even younger children. And there's the snuff films and, and all these other things. If you dive deep enough down there, you will see the child snuff films and, you know, the gang raping of young children of five years old and even younger raping of three-year-olds and even infants. So this does exist. And not only that, it's being promoted in some aspects by the progressives. And even people saying that pedophilia is not a term that they want to use. They use maps or a minor attracted person, just like you saw from the Pizzagate um, exposing uh, 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 ping pong pizza or, or, or whatever it was called, Comet Pizza, where they had a, a message that said it was a map-related handkerchief, whatever that means. So map is a minor attractive person. It wasn't a map. People were suspecting in the beginning it was a map to the dungeon where the children were located or whatever. It was map is minor attractive person and handkerchief um, a lot of times um, just refers to material, um, sexual material that is associated with pedophilia. So good for... Uh, that actor, what it, what it was his first name, Cavazil. Uh, I always have a problem pronouncing his name. But I loved him in Thin Red Line, too, and, of course, Passion the Christ. He was good. Yeah, we're excited about that. So I hope that, uh, you know, that there's a whole film industry around 
uh, you know, Christians and people of faith and people with good moral conviction, uh, there's a whole film industry there. They're trying to put out films uh, to distract from the propaganda that is in a lot of other films that at the very least shows a dystopian future and, and really at its worst uh, promotes pedophilia, violence, and, and other harms, uh, you know, to your psyche and what have you. So that's it for me, Rudy's Revolution. Uh, I hope I didn't run that long. I think I'm running a little long here, so. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget to check me out uh, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Get Our Minds, True Social. Leave a comment down below. Leave an argument, give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Engage the channel, appreciate it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. This is all a conspiracy. This is all a conspiracy. You know, you know that it's a conspiracy. You can't handle the truth.